following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of Main Street Sports today on the program, talking a little prep sports with Metro Nashville Schools AD. Mr. Mark North will be joining us in about 14 minutes from now, so stay tuned for that. Uh, Also, the Men's College World Series. Well, we've got just one more to set the finals as Arkansas held on to the Rebels last night with a win and a winner-take-all today. The Braves and the Giants currently in action, a slew of Major League Baseball games today. It's moving day, apparently. And NHL... Stanley Cup game four last night in overtime. A little controversy. We may talk about it also. The Preds held a presser earlier today. More news and information about potentially the new lead owner of the Preds. One former governor, Bill Hassam. All that and more coming up on this edition of Main Street Sports today. Over to the Hall of Famer. Another blue shirt today. That's two blue for the week. And the the white and gray over there, the Sundrop Kid, little salt and extra salt. <laughs> Very little Sundrop pepper these days. <laughs> Very little pepper in the beard these days. I wasn't sure where I was going, but anyway, there you go. I'll tell you. Happy Thursday, gentlemen. It is it is Thursday. Uh, happy, perhaps. Yeah, I'm happy. I did well. The trip to the the 15 month trip to the pediatrician was this morning and after six months or more of trying to get rid of an ear infection we Uh have succeeded all right all right charlie no longer has an ear infection hey charlie she's still here and she's alive which is like half the battle (laughs) every day that that happens it's a good day so so this means you guys are allowed to have another one right (laughs) I hope so. It's been, it's been wild, man. Your card hasn't been pulled yet for this, the one to come, right? Yeah, this six month. Good for you. This six months of an ear infection has been rough, but yeah. finally that we've gotten through it, we, you know, crossing our fingers, it will continue. So excited! It has been a happy Thursday, if if for nothing else, that. So there you go. Anyway, we do have a fantastic show. Looking forward to it, and we have uh, our top story today coming. From the gridiron, the opening kick on this Thursday. A little recruiting news. Finally, we have an answer as to where the the fourth Manning will go. Were we really? Who was asking, though? I mean, as you say, we finally have an answer. I mean, well, I guess Georgia, Alabama, (laughs) LSU, the whole whole world, Mo, (laughs) Ole Miss, and Texas were particularly interested in this. Here in Tennessee, we, for whatever reason, there was just there. It just felt like there was no chance that Tennessee was going to land Arch Manning, and so Uh, maybe Nico Iamaleva had something something to do with with that. that. Very well, could have. Uh, And and here's the thing, you know, with Alabama's success you know, in the at least recruiting star power at quarterback, you didn't think that, you know, with Ty Simpson, et cetera, you didn't think Arch would make that move either. Mm -hmm. So 
Texas certainly seemed to be a place where he was the only big name to sign to that class. And then again, you, and you've got Steve Sarkeesian, who is a pretty darn good offensive mind. It's a good fit for Arch. And again, he's going to be playing in the SEC. Yeah, I think that's the point that kind of gets missed in this. He's signing with Texas, or he's committed to Texas as part of their 2023 recruiting class, but he's going to play at least at two seasons in the SEC. At least two seasons in the Southeastern Conference. Yeah, well, depending on how long he stays. Well, that's true, too. Uh, I guess he very he may have to hold a press conference like his uncle. <laughs> Who knows if he's that good? He very well may, you know, very well may be. I, I'm not super surprised. I think it's a good fit for him. And you know, congrats to the kid. This is this is a tough thing for for kids like Arch Manning and for Ty Simpson. This is a difficult process, and they finally get it over with. With, with all due respect to Ty Simpson, I think you're comparing apples and lug nuts. I think you know when you come from the pedigree that Arch Manning is coming from. Uh, I just think that, and and our buddy um, Bruno Reagan, yeah, had a, had a tweet earlier today about the pressure that uh, I, I think the pressure that that this kid is under is unlike any anybody else. I mean, granddad, both of his should, uncles, his, his granddad probably should be in the NFL Hall of Fame. Uh, well, absolutely, uh, you know. Is Peyton in? Has that happened yet? Uh, yes, because okay. his bust has the that's right, yeah, the, the six head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Eli's gonna be. I mean, so I mean, the expectations for this guy are just through the roof, and no, anything <laughs> short of five touchdowns and six hundred yards in his debut is gonna be a, a failure. You know, I mean, it, it's just tough to. Remind me, because I was I was young, I don't and I didn't care about Ole Miss football. But you were in the you were covering Tennessee when Peyton was there. It, what was the expectation for Eli? Was it I mean, following in his dad's footsteps at Ole Miss, was that expectation there? And how does that compare to this? I think that expectation was there for Eli again, coming off of you know what Peyton had done earlier playing for David Cutcliffe, who had been OC at UT when Peyton was there. Um, again, going to his dad's alma mater where the speed limit was 18 for for Archie's jersey number all over campus. You know, so, I mean, the expectations were there for Eli, but, I, I, but there was no Twitter. Right. <laughs> There's a difference now. Oh, absolutely. And because he can see the pressure coming from the fan base, whereas those guys really didn't have to see. The only pressure was coming from news media because that was the only thing you could see physically or sure. hear, you know, necessarily or, or sports talk radio and that sort of thing. And it mm -hmm. wasn't even that big in the you know early two thousands. Right. Not, so, yeah. so, I mean, everything has grown exponentially and you know, the exposure for him at the high school level has, has been, different than anything that either Eli or Peyton dealt with before they even hit campus. So it's, I'm far more concerned where that wide receiver <laughs> ends up. 
Because that cat was, he <laughs> yeah. may have been the real star of the show. And, and you know, when, when you've got a quarterback rolling up numbers, he's got to be throwing Somebody, it to somebody. <laughs> somebody's helping him out. Yeah, he ain't so, throwing it to himself. No, no. No, Marcus Mariota's here. <laughs> so, uh, it, it's, it bears watching. And, you know, like you said, he's in a, he's in what you would think would be a good situation with a Steve Sarkeesian at Texas. Um, but man, it, it's going to be, it's going to be a show. How many additional years to, to his contract did Steve Sarkeesian just add at least two? Uh, you know, you would think, but the flip side of that is, you know, Joe Tessitore and others be damned. I mean, is Texas back? I mean, you got to produce with that, uh, you know, with, 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 what is but it? How great long? expectations comes great responsibility, something, something along like those lines. Yeah. My, my point being that they're not going to fire him after this year if Arch is in the wings, and they're no, not no, going to no, fire no. him after his he freshman gets, he year. He gets at least a year until a year, of, a year, of a year with Arch. He gets at least a year of Arch. Sure. No question. That's that was that was where I. But you know, is this is this guy your starter the minute he walks on campus? Well, based on what. We've seen from Texas in the last couple of years. Who else would be? That's. I mean, you. So what you, does that? What does that? What does that say to the guys that play that position? That are on campus now. Be better. Get better. Two words. Transfer portal. <laughs> that too. Right. Right. Yeah. So I, I mean, it, it's going to. It's going to be. It's going to have a domino effect. Both the kids who are on the team and two wide receivers who want to come play with Arch Manning. I mean, you're, you're going to have some positives to that. Now, how it helps you in the run game, who knows, but Hey, we'll see. We'll see. It's going to bear watching for sure. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it and you know, there's always hype around Texas. So this will only add to it. And then you add a Manning in the mix and who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, send it back to JP in the corner before we take a break for today's rundown. Give it to us. Oh, you could just use the rundown. Alrighty then. Here we go. We've got uh, yesterday results. That would be Wednesday. Major League Baseball, the Dodgers, um, and uh, they defeated the Reds. Hang on. I'm getting uh, the right screen here. Multitasking. There we go. Uh, the Dodgers over the Reds, 8-4. Cubs, 14-5. Winners over the Pirates. The Braves, 4-3 over the Giants last night. Cardinals, 5-4 over the Brewers. And the Sounds fall to Gwinnett, 7-2, the final last night. Men's College World Series out in Omaha. Oklahoma, 5-1. Winners over Texas A&M in advance to the College World Series Championship Series. I guess that's how we say that. Best of yes. three. Uh, Arkansas held on, and what a thriller. I don't know if you guys saw that one last night. Uh, I caught the last couple of innings, and um, high drama. It was fantastic. And, uh, you know, for it being two SEC West teams, the stadium was packed and raucous. It was fantastic. But Arkansas holds on three two-winners. That's because Arkansas drink all those Jello shots. That's true. <laughs> so they'll do Jello shots. Uh, well, I don't know how you do that. Yeah, you don't really drink them. You just kind of slurp them down, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. That's a good question. It's almost eating a Jello shot, I guess, because it's Jello. You right. eat Jello. Yeah. All right. Um, 
they'll play again today. More on that in the schedule coming up. Avalanche last night, three two winners at overtime over the Lightning. A little controversy as uh, a no call of extra men on the ice was not made. Um, I don't know, maybe I think one shift before the goal was scored in overtime, but nevertheless, the Avalanche lead that series now um, three games to one as it shifts back to Denver coming up Friday night. WNBA yesterday was New York 81, Connecticut 77. Today's schedule in Major League Baseball, the team's that we follow are all in action right now. And uh, currently, it is the uh, bottom of the eighth. The Braves lead the Giants 7-5. to five. Uh, Top of the eighth, the Reds uh, falling to the Dodgers right now. The Dodgers leading 8-5 uh, to five in that one. And the Pirates lead the Cubs 6-2. to two. That's the top of the eighth. And the Cardinals uh, in the middle of the fourth right now lead the Brewers 2-1 to one in Milwaukee. The Brew Crew coming to the plate there. Uh, so that's your uh, scores in Major League Baseball uh, happening today. The Sounds continue their series against Gwinnett, 7.05, first pitch. You can hear that on 94.9 ESPN uh, Radio with Jeff Hem tonight. I believe tonight is just Friday tomorrow, right, that he is, he is out. Is that right, Mo? That's as far as I know. Gotcha. Um, Arkansas Ole Miss, 3 o'clock. They are playing today. That game has been moved up due to incoming weather um, later tonight in Omaha. So, 3 o'clock, a little afternoon baseball. Winner moves on. So, it's an elimination game today. Arkansas and Ole Miss uh, at 3 o'clock. WBA action tonight. CBS Network at 7. You'll see Indiana at Dallas. Also at 7 on Facebook. Phoenix at Minnesota. Uh, and uh, the doubleheader on CBS Sports Network concludes with Washington and Seattle, and the doubleheader on Facebook, Chicago, outs against Los Angeles, the Sparks. That will be a 9.30 tip. Yeah, L.A.'s always at the bottom of the hour with their start times for games. It's an L.A. thing. Because they got to be different. That's yeah. Well, back when the back when the Braves were on at 05 on the Superstation, just yeah. like you know, well, GN. LA also has traffic. There's <laughs> that to deal with, which I think ultimately is the primary reason. That is your Thursday rundown, brought to you by. Come on down. Insert your business here. Come on down. That's right. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we have Metro Nashville Athletics Director Mark North joining us. We'll talk about some more girls' flag football as they announced their partnership earlier this week with the Titans and Titans community. So stick around. We'll be right back after this on Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 
or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731 and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries, and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back to Main Street Sports today on this Tuesday afternoon. A quick update in Major League Baseball, in particular the Braves. Now top of the ninth, 7-5 Braves lead it, three outs away. The Giants at the plate. Um, Jansen on the mound for Atlanta. So that's uh, the latest there from that one. So fingers crossed, fellas. <laughs> They're going to one run us to death. That's right. Sorry, every inning just been one more run, one more run. So anyway, we'll get back to it later because right now we've got a special guest on with us, and that is Metro Nashville Athletics Director Mark North joining us here to talk a little. Girls flag football is something that we have been excited to talk about for a while. And uh Mo, this is a this is a big deal. So it's 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 nice to have uh nice to see the expansion of girls flag football in Middle Tennessee. Yeah, you kind of felt like it would. Obviously, they began it as a pilot program, the Tennessee Titans did with Williamson County Schools, and it went over well this past spring. Um played their championship tournament down at Nissan Stadium. You were actually there for that um, first weekend in May. And, um, again, it it felt like it was creating some buzz, certainly across the mid-state and probably throughout the state. You know, we'd gotten reports of other areas, other school systems showing some interest in it. And the next one to – take it on is metro nashville and so joining us here on coach's corner presented by from the heart cafe over in chapel hill um renee hart and those folks taking care of people throughout marshall county and southern middle tennessee so um they got some really good stuff over there be sure and go check it out um mark north joining us mark good afternoon Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. No, man. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Um, So there was an an announcement earlier this week that Metro Nashville schools will play girls flag during the, I guess, the 22-23 school year. First, will it be a spring sport for you guys as well? It will be a spring sport just uh, uh, about the same time that that Williamson County – 
had their league this this past year. It's going to be in the spring, start uh, starting late uh, March and and run through um, till the first first week or so of of May. Uh, you've got a few more schools than Williamson County does. Obviously, mm-hmm. will it will it be at every Metro Nashville school or what? Do you how far down the road are y'all with this? Well, we're starting from scratch, right? So uh, it is it is at the beginning, um, but we have uh, we want to give the opportunity to all of our um, fifteen schools that have have athletics. Now, will we field a team with every school this year? Um, uh, I'm not sure yet. Uh, those details will all be worked out, but I expect almost all of them uh, to have to have uh, teams in the spring. Would you see any type of scenario where you guys and Williamson County's programs might be competing against each other, or will this be strictly, you know, Metro Nashville competition this time around? I think the, I think this coming spring it will just be uh, uh, Metro Nashville. Uh, I I think there will be uh, conversations. They, they will they have a year under their belt. Uh, so we we can learn uh, learn from them, uh, but I, I don't think I think this will be a separate, almost another pilot uh, uh, program this year. But I I expect it, it will catch on quick, and I think the TWSWA um, uh, will ha- keep a close eye on it, and and it may expand um, sooner rather than later. Did you get a chance to go out to any of those games this past spring? I did. I went out to I went out to Franklin um, uh, one day, and of course they they play three games, and so I I got to see three games, and I went to the uh, some of the championship tournament there at Nissan Stadium as well. What what is it about girls flag football that interests you to be able to add this to Metro? Well, there there are a couple of things. Uh, uh, first of all, it's it is fun uh the coaches were having fun uh the kids were having fun um they were excited about it it is a and and now you've gone to some of those games too and i you most of your audience hasn't but it is a fast moving game uh it's quick it moves it's exciting the level of play is high um it is it's uh, it's fun to watch and it's obviously fun to play. Uh, and that was, um, um, that, that's what sort of sealed the deal, uh, for me. I think that's one of the reasons that softball has been so, uh, successful in recent years is because of the fast play of the game. So seeing, you know, if you've watched any girls flag football, they, they don't mess around. They get up to the line, they snap it, they're playing because the clock is moving so quickly. So that you know you kind of have to, and that you're exactly right. It is a quick moving game, and uh, you know what has been the the uh, response from your schools? Are they excited about this? Is this something they're looking forward to to taking on? And uh, you know, kind of you know, kind of really embracing it like we like Williamson County did. Um. Yeah, they're very excited, uh, and uh, they, they they come up to you know the the 
coaches and administrators will say, our girls are so excited. They keep asking me about it. They're, they're uh, uh, looking forward to looking forward to it. Uh, and, and that's almost, almost universally people are, are really excited uh, about the opportunity and, and can't wait to play. Yep. Speaking with Mark North, the, Athletics Director of Metro Nashville Public Schools, um, MMPS, will be taking on girls flag football beginning next spring. There's an article up on the website at MainStreetPreps.com from um, Tyler Palmatier from a couple of days ago on this. Um, Mark, as the spring evolved and this sport evolved in Williamson County, uh, again, I feel like there were a lot of eyes on it across Middle Tennessee, across Tennessee. Were you in contact with other administrators from other school systems and that type thing? I mean, what what can you tell me about the buzz that is out there with regards to trying to bring this to their areas? Um, I, I certainly uh, met and spoke with uh, Darren Joins of Williamson County several times uh, to discuss it with him. I didn't. Re- I haven't really talked with folks outside outside those two school systems. Uh, I, I suspect others are contacting him uh, to get his impression and experience over the past year. And, and and I'm sure he's telling them, like he told me, it is a winner. Uh, it's, it is uh, uh, exciting. It's fun. Uh, the coaches are really enjoying it and the, and the girls love it. Tennessee Titans will be in partnership with you guys on this, and I'm sure that that really, particularly in the early stages of this venture, makes it a lot easier for y'all to tackle. Um, it, right. That that support in in both in in sort of training, coach training, uh, and some funding uh, is. Is important to it being successful. This the launch earlier this week was really a skills camp clinic for the players, uh, and uh, you know blocking, tackling, uh, uh, and uh, offense, defense, uh, pass patterns, throwing the ball, catching the ball. All all of the all of the skills uh, were part of this camp that was sponsored and, and put on there by the Titans there in their, in their, in the bubble over at, uh, over at their practice facility. Now, do y'all have coaches defined or established yet? Or how, how is that process coming along? Uh, that, that will be a, at a, a school-based decision. Some have named it and move it and, and some will uh, wait until after school starts this fall to, to name their, name their coaches. There you go. That was, sorry about that. Yeah. I saw, oh, I, I just saw my, you. Yeah. Right I, out of my mouth. I, I, I took I, the words. I, I, I saw your, your facial expression when I asked my bad. <laughs> That's I'm all sorry. good. Now, well, you know, it, it is interesting because there, there are some Williamson County schools who have their head football coaches who take, the reins, some former football coaches. So I'm really curious to see what coaches in Metro Nashville really, you know, dive into this. I think there will be some, some good ones. Absolutely. So uh, Mark, you know, before we let you go, just want to, you know, kind of talk a little bit about the other partnerships, you know, obviously in Williamson County, they have uniforms with Matthews team sports or, you know, 
Is that something that you guys are working for? Is that going to be a school-based, you know, how they get their uniforms and their equipment, or will it be the Titans doing that? How will that work? Um, we we are expecting some help from the Titans uh, sure. on the on the uniforms. The schools won't have to. We we uh, um, uh, have to pay out of their school budgets for uniforms or equipment or or anything to get this to get this rolling. Um, and you know it is uh this is a new venture uh and and we want it to be successful and we want the schools to be successful and we want to help them out uh as much as we can and also know and plan for it to be a a, a long-term uh venture and and be ready I, you know i th i think the sport has has a lot sort of riding on us i think if we're successful at it and i think we will be uh it will uh, it will move quickly uh, through the through the process at the TSSAA and and move statewide. Yeah, that's that's what we keep hearing because there's a lot of folks out there who who would love to to get involved with with girls flag football. I know that obviously down here in Southern Middle Tennessee we have a lot of great athletics and especially girls. So it's it's important to see the TSSAA get behind this, and we've talked with several different people at that level and they they've kind of share the same sentiments mo yeah yeah everybody seems to be excited about this and so it's nice to see a second school system come on board with it um mark north the athletics director at metro nashville public schools joining us here on coach's corner presented by from the heart cafe over in chapel hill to discuss metro nashville playing girls flag football in the spring of 2023 mark we appreciate you coming on with us this afternoon and um stay cool all right thank you all right that's easier said than done mo mm -hmm. easier said it's, than done. it's a challenge <laughs> hey nothing in worth life worth doing is is easy is easy so there, there you go, go. <laughs> jp do you have an update on the atlanta braves uh, you don't want it uh it is where did it go where it's did final. it go it's final final yeah man where did it go there we is. 7-6. Braves. I told you. They got to run. I told you. They got to run, but the Braves held on. <laughs> they started scoring their one run per inning a little too late. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. goodness. Right. Thank goodness. Right there got go. the win. So, um, right, right got, got the win. Did, did Kenley Jansen get the save? Yes. He did. Yes. So See, that's uh, what he was doing. He was just getting, making sure that it was a save opportunity. Well, you can't create your own save opportunity, <laughs> but it was when he came in. By but, the time he came in. Yeah. yeah so, um, they took three or four to from three the Giants. Three or four out of the Giants. And the one they lost... Probably shouldn't have, but anyway, let's not get greedy. Let's be happy with three out of four. Happy with Dod three out of four. Dodgers coming in. Uh, we'll we'll talk more about this later in the show. We will. Yeah. We will. Looking forward to it. All right. When we come back, uh, we've been talking College World Series in this next segment pretty much all week and mo a lot of last week. So we'll just keep doing it. So stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint is back after this. Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net.
Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yatton here alongside Mo Patton, J.P. Plant on the controls. And it is a beautiful Thursday here in Columbia down here in Murray County. Glad to be with you from the Dimple of the Universe. Just right there. on the <laughs> right, right there in the, the very low country. <laughs> At least... Low country here, it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not as low as other parts of the of the country, just a little east. Uh, Mo, before we get into College World Series, uh, kind of, I guess Nashville pertinent information as Speedway Inc. founder Bruton Smith passed away yesterday. Yeah, I, I think it's Nashville centric particularly this weekend right uh bruton smith one of the giants of of nascar in its earlier years i guess died at the age of 95 um owned owns charlotte motor speedway owns nashville super speedway site of this weekend's activities and so um pretty unfortunate passing obviously but especially with all the excitement going on around nashville and nascar this weekend yeah that's uh it's gotta be it's gotta be tough for speedway inc obviously they're in the middle of doing a and and i'm not sure how involved he was recently Mm -hmm. but uh you're in the middle of trying to put together a race weekend and you know, ha- now you have to deal with this situation, and it is unfortunate. But one of the positive spins of this is that there's no question that now Nashville will get to uh, honor him 
on Sunday uh, in some way, I'm sure. And to do that at a site that, you know, his company owns is yeah, at, at somewhat a, at a site that was very meaningful to him and to his family, I'm sure. Um, statement from NASCAR chairman and CEO Jim France. Race, race fans are and always will be the lifeblood of NASCAR. Few knew this truth better than Bruton Smith. Bruton built his racetracks employing a simple philosophy, give race fans memories they will cherish for a lifetime. In doing so, Bruton helped grow NASCAR's popularity as the preeminent spectator sport. His vision and legacy inspired many, and his fan-first mentality remains today through his son, Marcus. On behalf of the France family and all of NASCAR, I offer my deepest condolences to the family and friends of Bruton Smith, a giant of our sport, uh, member of the NASCAR Hall of Fame, member of the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame, and um, certainly send our condolences out to the family of Bruton Smith, um, who passed away yesterday at the age of 95. Absolutely, no question. Uh, moving on into the College World Series, Mo, yesterday Oklahoma was able to pretty much dominate their way through Texas A&M. But as they have everybody else. Again, yeah, we, we as we said yesterday, that yeah. wrong Oklahoma team got the national seat. Yeah, no, um, no shade at Texas A&M. No, no, I mean. They were just the latest victim. Absolutely, uh, 100%. And Arkansas, as you said, can't count them out. The Hogs get the win. Oh, the Hogs. Mm, apparently, there's some there's some controversy to the Omaha Hogs. Oh yeah, Nick moniker. Apparently, with the Omaha minor league baseball team, hmm. who the Storm Chasers apparently at some point had used that moniker before. Arkansas, and there was there was some there's some trade rights infringement I, happening here. There was just some hey, trade that's ours. Can't what do that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, but yes, that's uh, whatever. Well, I saw yeah. I saw a shirt last night that I had not seen from a Rebels fan. Ole Omaha, yeah. So there's so I mean there's, every, everybody's making their own Omaha reference. There's also mm-hmm. Oklahoma Hall. Yeah, <laughs> that's a little. That's a little much. You got to kind of go a little bit for that. That's well. You just got to add "ha" onto it. <laughs> Oklahoma, ha. <laughs> it's, it's it's this little emoji with mm-hmm. Oklahoma, ha. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, I there because there was some, and I don't remember where I saw it on Twitter, but I, it was. I'm looking for it. I'm I'm trying to Google it, and I'm not coming up with any anything controversial. But so, oh wait a minute. Okay, this could just be Captain Chaos trying to find. No, some chaos. there there, <laughs> there was a, there was a ranking of the <laughs> Omaha in there was a media ranking of you know, who made Omaha fit within their yeah thing mm-hmm. best right and. Number one was the Omahogs, but then someone who is a local media person informed everyone of this issue. Well, I don't think anybody who played for the Omaha Omahogs is going to be taking any issue with this because that was a minor league baseball team that played in the Western Association, Western League, 
in Western League Two from 1889 to 1901. Listen. So. I'm just saying that there was. I don't believe statute of limitations that run out. Of I don't think there's anybody left from the <laughs> Omaha Omaha to take exception to Arkansas's use of the term. I'm just saying there was there was some media talk about it. You know, may, maybe that explains some of the difficulties Arkansas's had in <laughs> Omaha. That's it. That's the problem. Uh, the, the, the ghost, ghost of the, the Omaha ghost past. of the Omahawks. <laughs> the ghost of the Omahawks is it's the curse. The curse of the Omahawks. Curse of the Omahawks. <laughs> Babe Ruth and the and the and the curse of the goat. And now I got the curse of the Omahawks. Uh, this is this is the problem. That's a much better story. It really is. That's yeah. that is a story. Until you do right by us. Put, put that out in the ether. There that's Chris, that's, see where, that's see the where story. That goes. I mean, yeah. If. If Absolutely. Arkansas were to not mm-hmm. win today or were even to lose to yeah. Oklahoma, that would 100% be or, my Or some random error that happens that oh, normally oh, like, like Like not catching a foul ball down the right uh, field line right. to close out yes. the championship whoa, game. Whoa. Exactly. <laughs> now, now we're thinking this might be real. Mm. Mm. Yep. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mm. Oh, please let this be a thing. Please I, let this be I really, a thing. I really wish Can I could. Can we start this? I mean, absolutely. Because so, nobody so what else has is... to happen then? Somebody needs to burn an Omaha t-shirt or something? or, or... Either that or they need to wear a patch with the old Omaha Omaha's logo mm. on it or something. Yeah, let, let's hope that there's no sacrificing that needs to be taken. They just need to pay their respects to their that's right <laughs> to their predecessors to their predecessors yeah. look i, I mean <laughs> mm, mm, mm. i wish I, I wish i could find it if if there was a way for me to find that tweet i would and i would love to do it but mm, I, mm, I just mm. don't know where it is uh but again there was some sort of Ranking and yeah. Omaha's turned out to be number one. Oklahoma Hogs was actually number two. Mm-hmm. Omaha's being number three. And I don't guess well, they're not all called hogs, right? I'm sorry. No. Okay. I was just make where I was. Going. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. Omaha. Omaha. Oklahoma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> do you have the list? Are there? That was, I think those are the three. I don't think Texas A&M had anything. Oh, so they were just doing the ones from this year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody else who has worked fit Omaha into. Yeah, I mean it's it's not an Omaha doesn't mm. fit into Notre Dame. No, or A and M. No, Dame. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. That's yeah. worse than Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. Anyway, big big game tonight. This afternoon. <laughs> I tell you, in about- I was I was probably already rooting for Ole Miss, but I'm really rooting for Ole Miss now. <laughs> Just so, so this we can, can be a thing. So we can start this conspiracy. <laughs> it's the curse of the Omaha. Curse of the Omahogs. Wow. <laughs> I'm here for it. Uh, <laughs> three o'clock today, Ole Miss uh, and Arkansas. The top of the hour. Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll play winner take all in bracket two mm-hmm. for a chance to reach the championship series. For a chance to get beat by Oklahoma. <laughs> I guess. And Oklahoma will then have swept. Baseball and softball. 
If they can win, yeah. That's the last, when the last time that's happened. Mm. I don't think it's ever happened. I mean, UCLA may could have done it at some point. Texas. Yeah, or maybe an Arizona team. Maybe Texas. I don't, Arizona I don't know that baseball. Arizona's ever won. They never won the College World Series. Yeah, because Arizona State has been the one that's been there many times. Yeah. And Arizona has the softball team. So I don't know if it's ever happened before. I don't think it has. That would be interesting. Anyway, let's take a halftime break. When we come back uh, in the second half, got a lot. Got NBA draft, Braves, and a lot of Preds since uh, Bill Haslam took the stand today. So, should be fun. Come back with us.